welcome to Everybody's a Somebody, a podcast where we listen to the stories of others. My name's Joey, and I'm joined here by Bobby. How's it going, Bobby? I'm good, mate. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, so before we uh, get into your story and all that, I like to know like a little bit about you. Like, what do you like? What are your some of your hobbies and your interests and stuff? Um, I'm actually, I like binge watching stuff. Um, I'm currently in the second or a rewatch of the Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. So I'm on just watching that again um in terms of sport i like um i like mma i'm a ufc oh, okay. fan yeah that's uh, really cool yeah yeah but obviously I, li- I do like to go to the cinemas but <laughs> as of obviously with lockdown and everything um there's a little tier system in in our country where there's tier one tier two and tier three and yeah, here in yeah. tier three we're locked we're locked down we can't go anywhere so i'm, I'm currently in tier three so and have we have been for the you know most part of um, the, the last year right so, yeah yeah no i understand that um but yeah that's 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 really cool like i'm i'm a big movie fan myself i, I love going to the movies and uh binge watching a lot of uh, content and media but um but that's it's it's great to hear that you have you're able to still find something in, in these uh trying times absolutely absolutely that's great, man. Well, do you uh, do you want to just go ahead and tell your story? Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Um, yeah, I'll I'll start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, this was 2011. I think I had just finished school a couple of months prior, mm-hmm. and I was looking for work. So I applied for a couple of jobs here and there, but um, you know. Nothing, nothing really materialized. And then uh, one of my mates told me that, you know, Amazon are hiring. So why don't you try try apply for them? And initially I was skeptical. I was like, oh, do I want to work for them? Or do I not want to work for them? I'm not, I wasn't sure. Yeah. But then um, I phoned, I phoned them up. I thought, yeah, well, you know what, here, here goes. So first I had to do a, um, we had to, I don't, I don't know if it still works like this, but obviously this was, you know, many years ago. So I don't know if they're still hiring people like this, but um, this this is the process I had to go through. So I um I called them up. I had a little phone interview. Um, started off with an agency first. Actually, we didn't even deal with Amazon. Um, so I called them up, and they did a little phone interview, asking why I wanted the job, what I'm looking for, and etc. etc. And then I got called for an uh, assessment. It was an assessment. But the only issue was it was um the actual site was gonna be it was getting built, I think it only had built uh it was only built fully or completed fully um a month prior. So this was October two thousand eleven and I think September two thousand eleven is when they finished the work. So anyway, I've done the phone interview and then they called me in for an assessment. And with the assessment I had to go the place was, I think, 45 minutes away. But at these times, I wasn't driving, so I had to catch a train. Google Maps, obviously, my friend mm-hmm. there. So I jumped yeah. on the train, got into, um, got into. I think it was a miners' club, actually. Um, it was like a, um, I don't know, they, they probably hired it out or something. We were sitting there for an assessment. It's fairly easy, to be fair. It's just, um, you know, standard questions, but <clears throat> not every was not everybody was passing. To be fair, um, first I, I saw people walking walking away, as in um, they're getting told that they've failed. So I was so I was a bit um, you know, am I gonna pass? Am I not gonna pass? But thankfully, I did I did pass, and um, that was good. But then I I didn't hear anything from them for the next week, and then I got a phone call saying. Um, you know, you need to have a drug and alcohol test. Test, sorry. Yeah, yeah. To you know, make sure everything's everything's in order. So I um I booked myself. Well, they booked me in for a drug and alcohol test. I went there. It was I think it was in a different place again now. Um, so I went in a different place, got that booked in, and then that was done. And then the end of end of October, they called me again. I uh, I think it was the end of October. Yeah, and they called me and they said. Uh, congratulations you got the job when can you start um i gave him a couple of dates and really i think them asking when can you start was just um 
a token gesture. They had a date for me anyway. So it doesn't matter what I said. They had mm. that date. So they gave me a date. And then I went on my uh, merry way, as I say. Yeah, the only issue was I, <laughs> I Googled it. And because, like I said earlier, the site had only been built like a month prior. Nothing was showing up on Google Maps. It was just greenery on the green mm-hmm. Google Maps. It was just greenery. So I thought, you know, what am I going to do here? So I thought, you know what? I'll just get on the train and then I'll ask the conductor. I'll say, um, you know, can you tell me where it is? So my shift was starting at 7 o'clock in the morning. I had to wake up at 5 in the morning, get all my breakfast done, um, get everything sorted, get fresh enough, shower, all that all that kind of good stuff. And then by um, half five, I had to leave and walk 10 minutes to the um, town centre train station. So I walked there, jumped on the train. Sometimes we... The trains, I think, luckily for me, the first time, the trains for the first few months came on time. But mm. after after a couple of months, the trains started getting delayed and cancelled. And, um, you know, that's another issue there. And anyway, I got on the train. Um, the conductor comes, asking for everybody's tickets. And then I show him my ticket and I says to him, you're right, mate. Um, where's the, can you just point me to the Amazon? Because obviously I've checked Google and nothing's coming up. He looked at me, looked at my kit ticket, says, sorry, mate, don't have a clue. I'm just walked off. <laughs> so, he, so he just walked So oh, I'm, I'm thinking, well, what am I meant to do here now? Uh, luckily, there was there were two gentlemen um, sat ahead of me, uh, two Jamaican guys. And one of them says to me, um, you, in his thick Jamaican accent, he goes, you, you're, going to, you're going to Amazon? I says, yeah, mate, I am. And he goes, oh, just, just, come, just come with us. We, we work there too. I saw that sound, I'll I sort it, I'll just go with them. So I went with them and then, you know, we took it from there. We got off the train station and then we um we we started working. Um mm-hmm. we had a little week's induction, get training and stuff like that. But uh, a couple of weeks later I got on the train myself and going to work this time the two black the two black guys that I was with, they never they weren't there that day. So I had to make my own way. Um, so I had to remember, you know, which way to go on that. So I started walking. And if I say to you now that I'm Asian, what? Um, how, how do you picture me? Let me just ask you. If I, if I say to you that I'm Asian, how do, how do I look like to you? Um, I don't really know. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you look like. I don't know really. I just yeah, imagine yeah. you're Asian. Like, I don't. Yeah, so a lot of people, I don't know how it is in America, how is a population of where you live, but I'm South Asian, actually, so um, background of, like, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, all, okay. that, all that kind of stuff there. So here I am, I've jumped off the train, and now this area that I'm working in, it's an area, it's a majority white area. There's not many, um, you know, many um, ethnic minorities mm-hmm. that even live there. So I'm walking, I'm on my merry way, I'm walking. And it's on the main road and some guy just stops in the middle of the road and he shouts, you effing packy, get, go back to where you come from. (laughs) Go back to where you come from, something like that. So before I can even turn around and look, he's driven off. Man, that's terrible. So yeah, so that, that, that was my first, that was my first issue. And then I got into the building and... I picked up on it that apart from me and the two black guys that were working there, everybody else was white. Uh-huh. And when I mentioned the look, people of uh, ethnic minority will know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, I used to get looks from everybody, like, you know, this, what's this guy doing here? No, they they wouldn't say it, but I could see it in their eyes, like. Yeah, you could just tell that's. Yeah, I think. you could tell. It, it's, it makes you feel uncomfortable. And yeah. a little backstory, as in, in school and stuff like that, I would never, um, you know, I would keep myself to myself. I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't, I didn't go looking for trouble. But, um, you know, sometimes sometimes you have to you have to speak up, don't you? So right, yeah. for me, I, I was alone. Like, I didn't have anybody. The, the two black guys I was working with, they were in a different department. Um, everything was getting built. Um, 
even though we had started, there was only one floor. Um, it's a massive, massive site, but there was only one floor. Now, I think it's, it's, there's four floors now, so you can imagine how um, how much um, the building has progressed and how, how, how much they've built it. So yeah. I was getting looks from everybody. And then I actually thought about, you know, I thought about quitting as well. I thought, you know what, I don't want to work here. Until one one guy, he came up to me and I'm actually going to use his real name because he, he helped me out, he did. His name was Matt. And he's he seen me. He's probably seen me that I'm, you know, I'm struggling and that. He says, I, I was struggling, I'll be honest with you. Even in terms of work, my targets and stuff, I was not, I was barely scraping by. I was barely yeah. scraping by. And he took me under his wing. He showed me how to, how to, you know, get the most out of the situation, how to, um, how to hit your targets soon. Because we had these UPH targets, so they're called the units per hour targets, however many you hit. Um, I think it was the target was 120 or 140 items per hour or something like that. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, that's depending on space and all that kind of... Different kind of logistics come into it. So he took me under his wing. He showed me how to work, uh, how to get the most of the targets and stuff. And then... At lunchtime, because it was packed, um, there were more people than there were than there was um, seating available. And because we were on tar- we were on um, on clock. If we went if we went late, um, you know, we'd get we'd get a written warning or a verbal warning. So we had three minutes walking time. So say uh, lunch is at twelve twelve p.m., uh, we had to leave at fifty seven, and we were walk uh, we were working right on the back of the building. We're getting three minutes walking time, and it takes us five minutes to get from one side to the other. Right. So by the by the time we get to the to the canteen, there's no chairs left. So I was always I was always sat on the floor. I was eating on the floor. So this mat wow. comes. So this mat comes up to me, and he, he says to me, he goes, um, obviously he was ignorant as well in himself, but he was he wanted to know. So he asked me, he goes, oh, what are you sitting on the floor for? I says, mate, mate, there's no space. You know what I mean? Where yeah. do you want me to sit? He goes, I don't worry, I'll sort you out. So come next. He goes, come to me tomorrow. So to, next day, I went to him, and he actually kept a space for me on his table. So wow. uh, yeah, so, nice. so, so, so yeah, he, he sorted me out. Basically. So I sat with him and I ate with him. You know, he he, he broke bread with me. Basically. Literally, bro- yeah. he, he he sat me down. We, we ate with him. Had a, we had a good laugh. And then there was one woman on the table. <laughs> You'd never, you'd never believe it that this. I'm actually going to use her real name because it fits in the situation. She was literally a Karen. <laughs> so I didn't hear what they were talking about, but she nudged me and then she says, "They come over here and take all our jobs." She literally, oh, okay. she literally said that, and then I realized that she was, she was talking about, obviously she was talking about the Asians and she was talking about the Polish, because mm-hmm. in this in this building we had um, all the Polish people were. All the cleaners were Polish, basically. So she dropped that one. I'm like, Whoa. I looked at her. I was flabbergasted because that was some someone. I, I've had it. I've had it said to me in passing, but I've never had it. Someone who's you know actually sat on the same table as me. So right, yeah. So she said that. It, so nobody's looked in your face and told you basically. Absolutely, absolutely. So I was shocked, and uh, I was shocked that, and I didn't say anything because. I didn't know what to say. Um, but then I quickly realized that this this is the atmosphere here, here and this is how it's going to be. So I just kept my head down and got on with it. Uh, we were hitting our targets. Coming to targets time, we, we um, like I said, yeah, we were hitting our targets. And there's this thing where we have these scanners and we have to scan one item and we have to scan the shelf they're called bins so you have to scan the shelf we put the item in the shelf and there was a top three there was matt who was always number one mm-hmm. there was another goal another guy called um bennett he was number two and me we were number three but me and bennett we were always alternating one one hour he'll be two one hour i'll be two and stuff like that so there was this little system on the scanners where they could upgrade it to um advanced so instead of scanning one item oh sorry instead of sc- scanning 100 items 100 times you scan one item and you type in the scanner 100 
and that way obviously you're, you're gonna get you're gonna hit your targets right yeah so what this manager did what my manager then what he did was he gave matt and he gave benny he gave them to the advanced option he mm-hmm. saw them out and then i i tried to check i go oh how come i have I, how come i haven't got it got it sorry because i've been hitting this target same as you boys how come i haven't got it <laughs> so I never went to the manager then because I was only on a temp contract because I don't want to go to the manager, say, how come I haven't got it? And before you know it, I'm out of a job. Right, yeah. You know, they way there. So I, I spoke to Matt. I said, ah, you know, this is not on. You know what I mean? So he goes, don't don't worry, I'll sort it. I was like, he's, he's probably going to have a word with him. I thought I thought he's probably going to have a word with him. So, so what he did, he didn't have a word with him. He went to him and Bennett, they went to um they went to the manager. Bennett took um took the manager away on the on the side f- for a little chat. And Matt mm-hmm. actually went onto the manager's computer <laughs> he went onto the system <laughs> and he's given me he's given me expert or in, whatever it was. So he sorted me out there. So that was that was quite good that was quite good of him. Yeah, that's that's very nice of him. <laughs> yeah and to this day I like I've still um yeah, I'm, we're, still, we're still good mates, but um, this, some of the stuff that you know that was ho- happening at that at that time when I started working, it, it was it was horrendous. Uh, before I even started um, started scanning, like I said, before I started um, scanning the items and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, there was only one floor, and you know they were building floors. So my job first, it wasn't even a good job. It wasn't even a job where we had to scan items. It was basically there were aisles and aisles of shelves, and our jobs we, we had a thick roll of labels, and we have to la- we had to label each each item. Uh, sorry, each bin uh, okay. individually. So we, if you can just pick picture it, there was miles of aisles. There was probably mile and a half, two miles of aisles. Wow! And we had to walk, and we'd have to. That was literally our job. Yeah, yeah, just one by one labeling every single one of them. That's it. That's 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 all we had to do for eight hours. Eight hours. That was our job. And there was four of us in a group. Um, four four of us in a team. There was me. There was another guy, and there was um, there were two there were two women. And obviously, we get because we're in that little bubble. We we're not allowed to take our phones in or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um. We're not allowed to take our phones or anything like that. We don't. We don't. So we only have each other. You know, we just talk for eight hours. So I was talking to to one of the girls, and she was like, uh, "We were just talking about what we did, what we did before." And she was quite an older lady, actually. And um, she was asking me what I did before, and I said, "Look, you know, what well, I just this is my first job. I just finished school, and you know, this is literally my first job." So I asked her. I says, "You know, what, what are you doing? What, what, what were you working as?" She was like, um, she was actually a forensic scientist. Wow! Exactly. That's that's what I said. I said, "Wow!" I said, "How is this where me and you we're on the same thing? We're yeah. doing the same thing. We're labeling. We're literally labeling." Yeah, I'm not saying I'm we're too good for this job, but we could be utilized better. Like she's a forensic scientist, and you're having her label <laughs> yeah. shelves do you know what i mean yeah. there, there, there's so yeah, much there's so much untapped potential what it is is they have their little the managers they have their little um little favorites so to speak mm-hmm. so I, I was baffed when i heard that um i was shocked i was like what, what's this why why are they why are they not capitalizing on on people's potential you know at least right. talk to them at least figure it out and and whatnot and then a couple of months later we got um like i said I, I got into the scanning and all that matt and bennett stuff where i became an expert in the thing my targets were good and then there was one guy who used to work with us um i never used to speak to him he used to, he used to keep himself to himself he used to um he used to keep himself to himself and he used to do his come come to work do his job and go home mm-hmm. now one day he just he just stopped coming. Uh, everyone was like, "Oh, he's probably got the sack," but 
someone else said he, he hasn't got the sack sack he was just made um, permanent so there's a system there's there's green badges and there's blue badges green badges are temporary temporary workers and mm-hmm. once you become permanent you're um you get you get given a, you get given a blue badge so he he was a blue badge he was permanent and obviously if they've dismissed him there had to have been causes for dismissal right but obviously no no one knew what it was until a couple of months later where somebody figured out what uh, some word of mouth obviously because a lot of local people had worked there the word of mouth used to go around this town this town is a very small town and like i said again it's this um it's a it's a majority white people town so everybody it's like mm-hmm. one of them towns you see in them little uh, you know sometimes you see movies where there's a little town and everybody knows everybody and one of them ones there so at the yeah, start at yeah, the, yeah. yeah at the start um it's, it felt like everybody in this town was working there. That's what I've heard. Well, that's what I heard from people that worked there. So he stopped coming, and what went around is um, we used to store um, apparel, so clothing uh, at the at the site where we used to work, where I was working. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And what happened was he got sacked for stealing, stealing okay. clothes. He was stealing clothes, and he actually would have gotten away with it. If what happened was he had an argument with his girlfriend, so uh, they they had a little yeah. argument, they broke up, and what she did was she phoned up literally on the re- to the reception, and she says, "This is what my guy's doing, my man's doing, my man's stealing clothes. Oh. Literally, he's literally coming in wearing hoodies and whatnot, stealing t-shirts, stealing trousers <laughs> by wearing them, by literally wearing them, wearing them out, yeah, wearing them out, yeah, yeah." It's pretty and smart. Really, exactly. Yeah. And that, that's that's not like you think. How how creative what do people want to get? There was another one where one of the cleaners, um, do, do you know them green bins, the massive green dust bins, or what do you call yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you've right. probably seen them. They have these massive bins. So, what they what one of the cleaners tried to like I said, you have to remember this is all happening at the first couple of months because everything was getting built and stuff there was there weren't that many cameras around mm-hmm. they were doing um they have airport scanners so every time you go out uh every time you go out of the you know every, every time you go out of the building you have to get you get scanned but right apart from that there weren't there weren't many cameras or any much security stuff like that so what one of the cleaners tried to do is <laughs> i don't know how he thought he was going to work but he grabbed the tv and he tried to tape it to the bottom under under the bin. Okay. <laughs> and he tried to he tried to steal it like that, basically. Yeah. But yeah, points for being creative. Yeah, but he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Obviously, they, they found out. out. And um, yeah. But in terms of working for them, you you weren't allowed to have you weren't allowed to have sick days. So they had a point system where if you if you're going to work late, you get half a point. Mm-hmm. If you don't turn up, you get one point. And if you rack up three points, then there's there's a chance that you, your contract could get terminated. Wow. So, like I said, I, I was living um, like half an hour, 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And I met someone that was local to my area. And he he used to bike it to work. And that's that's like half an hour, half an yeah. hour bike. Do you know what I mean? And he was um, he was biking it to work. So I used to every every couple of days I used to go you know talk to him. It was just sound guy. I used to go talk to him, and I hadn't seen him in a couple of days. I thought, where's he gone? Why haven't I seen him? And then because he just stopped coming, and then one day. He turned up to work, and he had some bruises on his face. He had some bruises on his face, and um, above his eyebrow, under his chin, he had some bruises. Anyway, so I went to speak to him. I says, um, "I says, all right, mate. I says, oh, I ain't seen you in a long time. Where have you been?" He says, "You know how I come on my bike, uh, you know, come rain or shine, I was coming, and um, I actually got in an accident." So he got run over by a car. Well, he didn't really get run over by a car, but he got hit by a car, basically. Yeah. So he was off for work for a couple of weeks. So I thought, wow. So I tried to make light of the situation. 
I says, uh, knowing them, they'll probably give you points for that. Yeah. And then he he turned out with a straight face. Yeah, he goes, yeah. yeah, yeah, they have they have given me points for it. Oh, what? God, I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, what? And then he, I think he, and I think um, the points caught up to him, and then um, and then obviously he he was he was let go. Yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 horrible. Like, I don't, I like with Amazon here. I've, everything I've ever heard is how absolutely atrocious it is to work for them. They have like, from what I've heard, it's all like. You have to, like with your target system, like you were saying, you have to scan X amount of things within X amount of time and you have to do this and you have to do that. And they're very not lenient and not understanding, which is like, it is a nightmare. And it is, it's hard to, Amazon has become such a crucial point in in life right now because it's like, it's for several reasons. One, nobody can leave their houses. So like, if you if you need something, Amazon's the most convenient and easiest way to get it. And then on top of that, because of Amazon, uh, stores stop carrying certain things. Because like, why would you yeah. why would you stock up in store? Because everybody's going to buy it online. That's going to get delivered directly to their house. So like, like you almost need to go to them. And it's like every time I use it, uh, I, I I try to find an alternative solution before yeah. because it's like it's i don't want to support this company that is just destroying people's lives mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's the thing we think about the reason amazon is so successful in what they do and why they are the best that they do is because they don't give a crap about anybody no. else no it's that's literally that's literally it and you know how i said i started off labeling mm-hmm. when i left Amazon. I was actually a team leader, and I I got promoted various through to through various forms, and there was like um, there's various stages. So um, there's I had to labeling. I had to, I had to make freaking bloody cardboard boxes for ages. I had to make cardboard boxes, and then I got um, doing trying to hit the targets, and because my targets were good, I became an mm-hmm. ambassador, which is basically a fancy term for. Uh, a teacher or a trainer instructor mm. so when when new new people come in i have to train them so i was training these people and they were literally you could see the sweat dripping because obviously this is this is people's livelihood do you know what i mean right. this, this is literally this is people's livelihood so they're sweating yeah out and i for me I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I didn't care enough about them to, to, um, to give them that, that commitment. Yeah, because that, they that because could, yeah, that because, kind of domain over you. Yeah, because they they don't care about you. So why should you? So I I actually used to tell the people that I was uh, training. I said, look, the stuff that Matt taught me of how to hit the targets, I was teaching these guys. I said, look, there's these little shortcuts that they don't want you to know about, but there's no point working extra hard because... yeah it just doesn't make much sense because like why wouldn't you if there's a more fast efficient way to do something why wouldn't you want them to do yeah. it exactly there, there was this one guy actually i actually had to have have a word with where because the targets were 180 per hour and he was Jeez. he was blazing 220 220 240 an hour seamlessly he was smashing it you know some people are just gifted he, he was going for it he used to get it he actually he wasn't even going for it he was just getting it because he was just good at it. But then I went to him. I said, look, mate, I know you're hitting your targets. I know you can do it. But just calm down a bit. Because once they see that you're hitting 220, all they do is they're, they're going to up the targets to 220, mate. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then 220 yeah, yeah, yeah. becomes 240. So just, just calm yourself a bit. And lo and behold, it actually did happen. But a couple of couple of years, couple of years later, it happened. But we had, we had to, I actually had to tell these people that, you know, that this... You have to calm down because they don't they don't really care and the reason they don't care i'll give you another another thing that happened in december um the first december that i was there actually because they i'll uh, refer back to how i said the there were more people than there were chairs in the canteen so mm-hmm. you already know that some people are going to get let go you know temporary uh, there are a lot of temps hires. yeah temporary hires so we all had to line up at the clocking out machine and it was christmas eve 
Now, I, I myself, I'm not a religious guy. I don't, I'm not like, well, I don't, I'm not a Christian, so I don't really, I don't celebrate Christmas and mm-hmm. obviously it's, the, <clears throat> it's a materialized uh, holiday anyway. But I, I, I myself don't celebrate it, so you know, it's not. I, I was, I wouldn't have been too fussed. I thought if my time's up here, then my time's up here. But mm-hmm. we were all, we were all lined up. Now we were all lined up by the clocking out machine, and there was a guy stood there with a clipboard, saying, "You." Don't come back on Boxing Day. You don't come back on Boxing Day. You don't come back on Boxing Day. He was going through a list of names. He had a uh, he had a clipboard. He had a list of names. Said, you don't come back. You don't come back. You don't. Bro, bro, when I tell you, people were breaking down because these people have worked that them past couple of months to provide for their families at Christmas time, and you're right. you're you're releasing them on Christmas Eve. Mate, come on, that's yeah. that's that's not on, man. That heartless exactly that's what it is that's what it is yeah no it's 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 terrible it's i uh it's so, like the way you're describing it and the way i've heard it it kind of sounds like a cult almost yeah right? it's just like this company mentality of you're going to give us everything and you're going to work 100 percent, and the second you go you dip down to 99 percent, you're out because somebody else will be in it's it's terrible absolutely absolutely and the people that get rewarded are not people that work hard. No, of course not. It's never how it works. It's always the people that that make it seem like they work hard. Exactly, exactly. With it's, there's that old uh, old adage. It's not what you know. It's who it's, you know. It's who you know. Yeah. So with um, another thing is, I would never have become an instructor or a, a, a trainer if it wasn't for Matt because Matt got promoted himself and he became lead team lead quite quickly. Mm-hmm. And he actually put my name forward, but they they said no. First and foremost, they said no, as in you know we don't want him for whatever reason. They probably gave some you know um, rubbish reason that they, right, they, yeah. they don't want me. But then Matt turned around and said, "Look, his figures speak for himself. He's been performing at a high standard for a consistent amount of time. So if you don't, you know, if you don't put uh, take him into account, then why are you rewarding people that are not?" performing to a high so they they right. did have to because they didn't have no other thing so they, they did have to take me on for a, um an instructor role <clears throat> so i got the instructor role and then by these times karen the karen we spoke spoke about mm-hmm. she moved on to the lnd department the learning and development team so i don't know why she wanted to train it like with with training people you get five new hires at, at at one time you don't get more than five you might get less than five you might get three minimum you might get uh three minimum and i think five is five is the max so when the new hires come you train them mm-hmm. first it was the way i used to train them i used to teach them was because every, everybody learns differently like right yeah not, not everybody's the same exactly exactly so when i said when i first started there i was the only um you know ethnic minority there as time went along more more and more people started coming so there were times when i had a group where someone would have the grasp of the english language who will understand it perfectly but someone else in that group you know they won't they won't have that um they won't they won't know how to speak english properly because it's not their first language so i'd have to you know so obviously for them i'd have to explain to them a couple of times and that's okay because that's how they learn they come here right. to work. That's I didn't mind. That's my job. My job was to teach them. As long as they get it at the end of the day, that's fine with me. So mm-hmm. my job was for the person that understands English, he or she might get it straight away. So once she's he or she has got it, that's done. Right. So I don't need to keep telling him. But then there might be another person in that same group where, he, you know, he's struggling. So I have to keep telling him. I have to keep telling him. I have to show him. But that's fine because at the end of the day, at the end of the week, He'll get it too, but mm-hmm. what this what this Karen turned around and wanted what she wanted to do was um she brought out a little system they they love their acronyms so it was called it was called a JIS basically it's a job instruction sheet so mm-hmm. we had to um we had to follow the sheet and she wanted us to tell everybody in your group no matter who they are no matter how old they are no matter if they understand the language you tell them once and if they get it they get it if they don't they're not good enough let them go one of them ones 
and I says to her, I says, Kaz, Karen, Kaz, mate, listen, not everybody's the same. They, right. they, they're not going to learn like this. Some people will learn, some people won't learn. And then she turned and she says to me, if you don't want to, if you don't want to um, train him like this, then I'm afraid I can't have you on the team. I says, Kaz, you think you're doing me a favor? I don't want to be on your team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to work with somebody exactly. like that. Exactly. I said, I don't want to be on your team. And then she didn't know what to say because she's probably, nobody's ever said no to her. She thought that um, she's doing me a favor. I said, I don't want to be on your team. That's fair enough. You, you can do that way, but I'm not going to follow that sheet because it's not fair. It's simple as. You know when they, they change things for changing sake? Mm-hmm. This is how they do it in America. Yeah. That that's yeah. that's what they were doing. They were following it in America. I says that might that might be the case, but they're doing it in a place where maybe they don't have this many different cultures working. So obviously, it, it might work there. What something might work thousands of miles away, not necessarily going to work here. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't I wouldn't take anything from like I wouldn't take any recommendations from America. It's <laughs> it's it's not doing well, and, it, and it's. <laughs> If you're taking recommendations from America, then you know that it's like, oh well, this is probably a garbage system that exploits people and yeah. and puts people down and and works them until they can't physically move anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even the even the like to go back to like the the cult thing, even the acronyms and the the fancy names, that's like a like a like it's a it's a tactic to make you feel important, to, so that way you feel like you want to do more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and then they they had when we first started, we used to get a, a every if you're hitting your targets every month, you used to get a hundred pound bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what they done, and we were getting paid minimum wage then. And, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's that's standard. Yeah. yeah, so we were getting paid minimum wage, but every month we get we got a um, we got a bonus, hundred pound bonus, and then what they did is they raised their wage, but they took away the bonus. And so you get paid less. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah. That, that's what it is. But some people were like, "Oh, we got a pay rise. We got a pay rise." I says, "Lads, lads, calm, calm, because they've they've taken our they've taken away our bonus. So, yeah. so it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's virtually the same it's thing. All fancy tactics to make exactly. it make you feel a little bit better. Exactly. Because a lot of people don't understand that that what they're doing is they're manipulating. It's manipulation. Oh yeah." It's manipulation. Yeah, yeah. It's all look over here, and then while you're looking over there, they're ripping something out from under you on the other side. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's atrocious. It's, it's. I mean, there's a reason Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world, and it's it's because of stuff like this, and it's mm. it's sickening. It's it's very upsetting um, when there's people that are working minimum wage, doing labeling bins and boxes eight hours a day, and yeah. they're riding their bike to work and they don't care. That's not their problem. Their problem is to make more money for the company so the company can get bigger. And so Jeff Bezos can make more money. Exactly. So they, they, they used to play the game with us. And then I quickly realized that if they want to play the game, I'll play the game too. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. this, I'll bring you back to 2012 early when I was still one of the few Asian guys there. They, um, they brought in a mandatory overtime. 60 hours a week they wanted us to do jesus and i turned around and i says um i said to the manager his name was kevin the manager's name was kevin i says to him kev i said i can't do overtime mate um i've got a wedding to go to and then he goes i haven't even told you what day you're doing overtime <laughs> and then i says um i says kev you've never been to an asian wedding have you they last a couple of weeks <laughs> so so i got out of it from that way this that's the thing if you play the game with them yeah. that's that's the only way you'll 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 succeed basically yeah it's the only way you'll win is if you if you play by their rules yeah it's, yeah there's Very disheartening. yeah in terms of in terms of um thieving and stealing stuff that i used to go another two uh, examples have just I've just come into my um my head, um, so like I was saying, I says you know when we go out we um we used to get we have used to have to go through the airport scanners. Mm-hmm. So there was this one guy. You'll never dis- you'll never guess what he decided to steal. <laughs> he decided to steal 
a rubber johnny. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. What's the point? You can get them free from the NHS, man. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so, but um, the, the That's guy... That's Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But the guy made it so obvious. He was taking, like, you know, you have these little shoots that you, you put your stuff through, you put your stuff on the side, you put your keys and your wallet and your badge, you put that on your side, and then you go through the scanner. So, obviously, if you put your keys down, you, you won't beep, you won't go off. So, he's put his keys down, he's put his wallet down. Now, he's taking out empty sweet, sweet, empty sweet wrappers, so empty candy wrappers he's taking out, he's putting mm-hmm. that on the side. Well, he's already looking suspect, as it is. Right, yeah, looking and suspicious. Then, yeah, yeah, and then I think they, 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 they found out that he's, um, he, he was he was stealing, and then he he got he got let go. And another one where I was uh, me and this other guy used to work together. He was a retiree. He had retired. Mm-hmm. He was sixty years old or something. But he used to come he used to come work at Amazon, and um, he was a former head teacher um, of of a school. What do you, what do you guys call him? Head? You know what I'm Head talking master. about right? headmaster. That's the one. Yeah. So he's yeah, yeah. he was one of them. Uh, he had, he had, he had retired. And our job was to, so all the items used to come on these little carts. We call them carts. Um, we push them basically, and then they used to come. And we, we used to have to organize them, and it's it's hard manual labor basically. Yeah. So all these yeah. carts come four at a time, and you have to organize them. And th- these carts are full of all different kinds of stuff. There might be um, uh, there might be um, small kettles and um small items small toys from small stuff like that to big cast iron pans and stuff like that so we have to move that basically we have to keep it in a in an aisle keep it moving keep everything going and i used to do that when and when the work was slow i used to stand Mm -hmm. there and i used to wait i used to wait for it i never used to do anything else i used to wait for the cars to come but what this guy used to do this Alex, let's call him. What he used to do was, um, he used to go inside the shelves and he used to he used to clean up. He used to, you know, all the uh, all the shelves that were messy. He used to sort them out properly. So my lead came to me, my manager came to me, and he says, "Oh, why don't you be more like Alex? Why don't you clean up the things as well?" Um, and I says, "Look, no disrespect, but I'm getting paid to move these carts, move these trolleys around. So that's what I'll do." Right. And then a couple of weeks later. This Alex, he got sacked because he wasn't cleaning up. He was cleaning out. Oh. So what he was doing is he was stealing lipstick for his missus or something. So for they, they found out as well. But, but it's one of them was at Amazon. I don't know if it may, this guy this guy used to be a head, headmaster. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this yeah. that this was his downfall because he got. I don't know. You can't. You probably you can't blame that on Amazon, but that's just. You know, that's just one of them ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, one question I did want to ask is, like, what what ended up making you – was there, like, a final straw that made you want to leave? Or if you, did you just find a better job? Or I know what it was. Um, it was um, – when I first started, I was single. And then by the time it was came time for me to leave, there was um, – they had done 10-hour shifts. And mm-hmm. I um, – it used to take me I, – I did, I did – I do drive now, so – it, it wouldn't take that long, like half an hour on the way there. And so half an hour, 40 minutes on the way there and on the way back, because it was early in the morning, I was mm-hmm. working nights, uh, about 20 minutes, depending on how how fast I was driving. But um, yeah. yeah, but we were doing 10 hour shifts and it meant because of the distance of how far it is from where I live, um, I was spending about 12 hours away from my family. Yeah. So I, I thought, you know what, it's not, it's not viable because I had a new, I had a new kid on the, had a new kid as well. So I thought, you know what, it's time for me to go because I know if I ask for, I did ask for actually for reduced hours, even though my term, my length of service that I'd worked there wasn't, you know, wasn't that, uh, it was that long, sorry, but they never, they never really took that into account. Now, having having said, you know how we said people sweat to work. There was once um, an incident where, when I was. The thing with Amazon is, even if you're a lead, there might be a time comes. It's not always you go up, 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 and then stay up. There'll be a time that they'll bring you down. You might be a lead, but that doesn't mean you'll stay a lead. They'll bring you back down to what you were doing before. Mm-hmm. So I that happened to me. I got brought down uh, to a normal 
um, scanning back how I started. But when I when I was doing that, because I knew the tricks of the trade, I used to find spaces. I used to go in little corners and I used to just work there. And I found a Pringles tub. You guys have Pringles, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I had I find a Pringles tub, sour cream onion, mm. uh, and the lid was open. And I said, what's, what is the lid open for? And I looked in it, and there was some liquid in there. And bruv, I smelt it, man. Oh. Nah, I smelt it. And I shouldn't have. I should have known better. Yeah. <laughs> I should have known better, but I did. I smelt it. And ah, it was rank. It was rank. Yeah. And that's that's what people do to hit their targets. Yeah. That's that's what they do to hit their targets. That's crazy. Yeah, that's truly insane. Um. Yeah, it's it. It almost sounds like a. Uh, I know I mentioned a cult, but it kind of sounds like a like uh, a dystopia or like a postmodern, uh, um, apocalyptic workforce or something. You know, just like a, they just want people to come in, everyone dressed the same, work like drones, yeah. go home, sleep, just to come back to work the next day. You know what I mean? Like they don't want anybody to have a life. Absolutely, it's because um, what it, you know how at Christmas time. They the workers asked for um asked for a speaker system because obviously if they're working there for ten hours they'd like to have some kind of radio or some kind of stuff going right. on. Right, I'd like to listen to something. Yeah, other than yeah, absolutely. Because of, yeah, because you're not allowed to take your phones or anything in. And these times we were we were we were in a little group. We had a we had five of us something in a group. There was me. There was two. Um, English lads, one black, one black lad, and one Jewish guy. So there was us five there, and what we used to do is, other people didn't like us, the leads didn't like us, the managers didn't like us because we were loud, and we used to hang around together. But they couldn't say anything because we hit our targets. Right. Yeah. So this was the time. I don't know. Uh, was it the Jay Z or the Kanye West song? Uh, Click. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. So that that song had, kick. Uh, it come out then. And then they used to call us the click. Basically, that's what they used to call us. We we were the infamous click because we always used to hang around together and we were loud and that. But um, one of the leads, I was actually we were actually good with one of the leads on the other shift. And he told us the general manager had told him, my aim. The general manager had told him that my aim is to have them lot sacked by the by the time of Christmas. Jesus. So he literally was waiting for us to slip. Any yeah. any any moment he wanted he wanted to slip up, so yeah, so he could so he could get rid of us. Now, because I reheard that, we just we just went. We thought you know we'll take the piss even more now. So because they called us the click, they did end up in the end giving us a speaker speaker system, mm-hmm. and um, I I made I made up some bullshit excuse that I need my phone in the in the you know, in the site because I need it for something. I don't know, I can't remember what excuse I made up, but I made up an excuse and I got the manager to sign off on it. So whenever the security, they get, I had had a little sheet. So whenever a sheet of paper, so whenever somebody asked me, oh, why have you got your phone? I'd show up the sheet and say, oh, they can't say anything. I've got my phone. So the speaker system, it had a little Bluetooth setting on it. Mm-hmm. So I got my phone, I went on YouTube I put that that tune, the click tune up, the Jay Z one. I connected to the speaker, and we went past past, and we just blasted it. And mm-hmm. every, everyone was fuming when I tell you when I tell you everyone was like, Where, "How who's this? Who's this?" Because they wanted all PG songs, all you right. know what I mean. So we just I don't know, it's just fun times. <laughs> that's that's funny. Uh, I mean, at least there was some you can get some joy out of it. Yeah, uh, even if it was a little bit. Well, you know, hey man, thank you for coming on and telling those stories. Before we move on uh, to the questions, is there anything that you would like people to know about working at Amazon or what it's like, or if, if there's some some advice you can give to somebody who's considering it? What I would say is, if you want to work for it, work for it, work for Amazon, but don't um, don't go overboard. Just mm-hmm. do as like, whatever you get paid to do, just do that. Don't go overboard because they they don't respect it. They will never respect it, right? So, because the time it comes to get rid of you and replace you, they replace you in a minute. They they they're not bothered. Everyone is a number, or 
uh, a card basically so green green badges are the most expendable hmm. so don't if i say what i would what advice i would give is if you do work there work there but just give it don't just give it 100 that's it don't give extra don't give right. extra because they don't deserve extra yeah they're, at the time they're at the time you give extra they'll want more right yeah you give them an give them an inch they take a mile take a mile that's uh, it that's it well, hey man, thank you so much for uh, for coming on and telling telling everybody what it's like to work at Amazon. But uh, I've got some questions to ask you. Yeah, mate, call free. Uh, your first question is, um, what is your pet peeve? Pet peeve. Yeah, what bothers you the most? Me. I'd like to say, you know, when I've. I won't say what's my pet peeve, but I'll tell you what um, what I do that people don't like. Okay. Um, I slurp my tea. Uh, okay. <laughs> so when when I drink tea, I slurp it, and now I now I've become aware of it. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. I can understand why why yeah. why it's so why it's so annoying. So yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. All right, That's, yeah. that's good. All right man. Your next question is. Uh... If you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would that meal be? Mm, that's a great question. See, my old man's a chef, so um, I've got plenty to choose from. But mm-hmm. um, I'm going to stick to the Indian, the biryani. I don't know if you've ever had biryani. I have not. Mate, you're missing out. You <laughs> need to find yourself the closest Indian restaurant or find someone that can make it for you and Trust me, uh-huh. you'll never, you'll never, you'll never look back. I'll definitely check it out, man. Yeah, man. All right. Your, uh, your last question is: If money was irrelevant, what job do you think you would work? What job I would work? You know, people in the UK or I've when we grow up, we always dream of being footballers or soccer players. Mm. That's quite that was that was my dream too. <laughs> to be honest, when I was a kid, and I would love to be a footballer. I would love to be a footballer, but obviously the t- the time has gone now. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 what I would say. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's uh, that's a good good answer, man. All right. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on and, and and talking with everybody. I hope somebody that is considering working at Amazon hears this, or somebody who used to work at Amazon hears this, and they can relate to you or maybe change their mind. Hopefully. Um, but if, if anybody out there wants to be on this podcast and, and they have a story to tell, you can reach out to me on Instagram at everybody.is.a.somebody. Uh, I would love to hear your story. Uh, but, you know, again, thank you, Bobby. Thank you so much for coming out, man. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Nice one. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to everybody later. <laughs>